Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Time to Talk About. Um, this is episode nine, I think. I think it will be nine. We'll see what we call it. But um, we're excited to um, continue our discussion about um, the Apple event that was in September. So my friend Anissa is with us again. If you want to say hi. Hi, everyone. Hey, so we're she's joining us again, and we're going to kind of finish our discussion Um that we had um, in the last episode. So we'll just jump right into it. Um, of course, as usual, all of the links to everything, our social medias and everything are in the description. So check them out as well. I put in this is there as well. And um, yeah, we'll just jump right into it. So last time we talked a lot about the phones, the new iPhones, and we kind of talked about like because you're thinking about getting one, your cousin's thinking about getting one. So we kind of talked about the ins and outs of that mm-hmm. and um, about some other things. So I wanted to talk more about the Pro phones because they have, well, they have a, a handful of new features. So they have everything that the 14s have, which we talked about already. Mm-hmm. But they also have, um, let's see, I wrote down um, the screen is a new screen that's brighter, two times brighter. There's an always-on display now, which I was actually wondering, what do you think of those? Because I know, like, Androids have had those for a while, like, always-on displays. What does that mean? So, it's, like, um, usually it's, like, the display, like, when you're not using it, the display, like, dims, and it Mm -hmm. just shows, like, a little bit of information, like, the time. So, the background will be, like, black, maybe, Mm because all those pixels are technically off, and it'll just show certain information, maybe, like, time, the date. Sometimes some notifications. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like when you just pull out your phone, you can have a quick glance of things without having to actually wake up the screen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's good because sometimes I always find myself like reaching to see what notifications I have. And I feel like it's just such a hassle. Yeah. I feel like I don't really know. Because like I loved because um, like the difference between my 8 and my 11 was when the 8, like you couldn't like... Uh, was it like you couldn't raise it to see your screen or something? I don't really know. Oh, what raise happened. to wake. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, actually, I think they had that. I think that's been around since. There was just there was just something. I think it might have been like tapping it. It or was something. the tapping. It was the tapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you need um, you have to have an OLED screen to be able to do that. It was yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. That was the thing, and I thought that was like sometimes, kind of like I know it's like not much, you know that I like mm-hmm. that, but it was just like sometimes I just find myself like. you know like I struggle to do it yeah for sure my thing about like always on display because I know Androids have had a lot for a while and I've heard a lot of Android people say like they didn't understand why Apple hasn't done it but I've always heard that it's like it can be a little intensive on the battery because the phone is still technically running even though it's not running the full screen Mm -hmm. it can take a little hit on the battery so I think maybe that's why Apple took a while to do it I feel like they wanted to wait until yeah, Maybe something more powerful can were, do it. Yeah, yeah, they were confident with the battery and stuff. But it'll be interesting to see. Personally, I don't really know. Well, I've never used one myself, like, really. So maybe mm-hmm. I would like it. But I feel like I, if it were me, I would probably turn it off after a while. I don't know if it would really change. My, I know the watches have had it a while, too. But mm-hmm. I've heard from people who have those watches that, like, they always turn it off because it makes the... But the watch is very small. So obviously it doesn't have a big battery. Yeah, was, yeah. I thought that was interesting. And then another thing that was interesting, this is the first time they've done this, is mm-hmm. the Pro line has the new chip, the A16 chip. Mm-hmm. You know, Apple makes a new A chip every year, um, right? Like a more powerful processor or whatever. And usually yeah. year over year, it's, it's just a little bit faster, a little bit better, not much. But this is the first year that they gave the Pro phones the new chip, and then they kept the old chip on the normal phone. So the normal 14 still has the same chip that was in the, well, technically, it's the chip that was in the 13 Pros and the Pro mm-hmm. Maxes. Because last year, they, but all the 13s had A15 chips, but the Pros had a little, like, it was a little more powerful. Mm-hmm. So they took that little more powerful version and put it in the new phone. But it's basically the same chip. So yeah. that's an interesting decision, too, I think, as well. Because that's the first time they've, they've like, broken up like that. Mm-hmm. But... When I was watching their event, their rationale was pretty much like, well, the A15 is more than powerful enough. Like, obviously, all the people walking around with 13s like myself, like, it's not like <laughs> our phone is slow now or anything. Yeah, yeah. So, And I'm guessing they probably wanted to save a little money <laughs> considering that we're in a 
recession or and the inflation is happening, so it probably allowed them to like cut some costs a little bit. But yeah, I thought that was interesting as well. Um, and then the few other minor things here. The other big thing is that there's a brand new camera. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah, I saw like uh, I watched some of the clips or like when they were introducing the new phones and the clips that I was uh, watching or got on was regarding the cameras and i thought they were really cool obviously like i love a good camera yeah and um like i i never really know the entire specs of it if i'm being completely honest but i do appreciate whatever they put out and like the new like the focus thing and like how i remember they had like that example with like them taking portraits with like moving things but like Mm -hmm. the the uh image of the the girl or the person that was on the thing was just so still you know like it was so nice i was like wow that's really like high quality yeah (laughs) like pictures yeah i think you're talking about the action mode which they Mm -hmm. talked about that with the number 14s as well where like it can stabilize when there's a lot of movement that which was pretty cool because yeah i've never seen anything with that much stability but yeah i wanted to talk about the cameras a little bit because they're kind of a big deal for the pros because they're now 48 megapixels Mm-hmm. which is a huge bump in, like, um, resolution. So, like, if you know, like, most, um, ever since this iPhone 6S, right, iPhones yes. have had 12 megapixel cameras. Mm-hmm. So, like, all this time. And before that, they had eight. And before that, I think they had four. And then before that, they had two. So they've mm-hmm. always been, when it comes to the specs, Apple cameras have always been on the lower end. But yeah. consistently... They, they tend to do just as well, or if not better, than a lot of the competition, even though most of them cameras with very high specs, right? Like, a lot of galaxies have 40, 50. Yeah. even have one with 100 megapixel cameras. Okay. So I was doing a little research as to, like, why um, iPhone cameras are still good with the lower megapixels and why Apple has always been hesitant to, like, raise it up. And mm-hmm. it's very interesting, actually. So uh, um, if... People are familiar with, like, you know, the terminology of megapixels. I feel like a lot of times the phone company, they love to throw that around and say, oh, look, our camera has this many megapixels. Yeah. And people don't really understand what megapixels are. I didn't even know what they were, to be honest. Yeah. Like, exactly. And so you see the high number and you think, oh, that one's better. But apparently it's, like, not just because you have more megapixels doesn't mean your camera is actually better. Because apparently a pixel is really just a tiny... It's like a tiny square um, mm-hmm. and, and a bunch of pixels comes together to make like a grid, basically. Yeah. And it's like a digital grid that your screen uses to display information or that a camera uses to like process a picture and display the picture. So when we say like a camera is like megapixels, it, mega means million, right? So yeah. um, it means that it's st- taking in that information. So a 12 megapixel camera is taking in 12 million pixels of information Mm -hmm. and and using that to you know display the picture or or show your screen or whatever so basically these pictures are four have four times the amount of information right because 12 times 4 is 48 of course yeah so that's what they're calling it quad pixel sensor but what i was reading is interesting is that megapixels just like dictate like the the information that a picture takes so like the higher the megapixels the more like light and information they can take in Mm -hmm. so it it creates higher resolution pictures but just because you're taking in more information doesn't necessarily mean that your picture will actually be better quality yeah yeah. you also have to have good sensors and good like software to process the images yeah and iphones have always been really good in the softer processing and in the the actual lenses and so that's why they've always been good at especially good at taking pictures sometimes better than some of the android because you can have all this information but yeah. higher space it doesn't really necessarily make your picture better if you don't mm-hmm. have better hardware as well so the explanation i was reading was saying that uh, a lot of people feel like apple waited while a it doesn't necessarily make the pictures better just amount and b it makes your photos take up more storage and obviously iphones until recent until the past few years have had lower storages like the 6s yeah when it came out the low storage was 32 gigabytes which now to think about is kind of crazy like <laughs> yeah because no now way. our phone most phone yeah the 6s doing that 
8, which is kind of crazy because now they're like 5 and 12 gigabyte thumbs and stuff. Yeah. So Honestly, obviously now they have the stuff to be able to handle that high processing. And they have for a few years. So I was just reading about all that. I was like, that's pretty interesting. But in uh, mm-hmm. the big thing that I saw with the camera that I thought was cool is that because now they're taking in so much more pictures, can have more information in the picture. And that, for example, both when you're taking the picture mm-hmm. and afterwards, you have more detail. Because normally when you zoom in on a picture, cropping in on it. So that's why, like, when you zoom in, it's blurry, yeah. right? But now, because they're able to take in more information, you can zoom in and have, like, about the same quality as, like, you know, the full picture, if, if that makes sense. Which is pretty sick. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like that's a lot of things that people... I, I feel like people don't really know when it comes to them, like... Uh, talking about it when they hear about it, like on these um these Apple events. But then when you <laughs> notice it, you're like, yeah, like a lot of people, like I feel like don't really zoom in on their pictures. Like I, whenever I take, whenever I let my mom take my photos, I'm like, mom, don't zoom in because it always looks bad. Mm-hmm. Like so that's a, that's a good upgrade because I feel like a lot of people, like you know, do zoom in or like it's just like more powerful, you know. And I think that's something that will translate to it looking a lot better. And having yeah. more like functionality, whether it be zooming in or zoomed out or whatnot. Yeah, so it's it's kind of a really exciting update. Like I'm very excited to see how like people will use that capability. I mean, even my phone right now, like I have a 13. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Like when I zoom in, it's pretty good at like remaining sharp. Like it doesn't get that blurry. Mm-hmm. It's already pretty high definition. So it's, I think it's really cool to see how detailed they can get with such a better camera. But mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, and then of course there's the SOS thing, which we mentioned briefly, but we didn't talk about that. How mm-hmm. you can now use satellite technology if you're in an area that doesn't have Wi-Fi or data, you know, like you don't have service. Yeah. You can use satellite technology to contact um 911 services. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I did. I did see that portion on the Apple event too. I was just wondering, like I think that's an amazing, like, idea to have, and it's, like, very useful, but, like, what about in cases of, like, I know, like, these are, like, very, um, uh, like, more severe cases of this happening, but, like, what if it's just, like, you don't have service, but you want to contact family? Is there still a way, or is it only just um, services? That's a good question. I think the feature that they're talking about is just for emergency services. Yeah. Because that's still better than nothing in the end. Yeah, but technically... There's companies already that provide satellite-based mobile service. There's one called um, Starlink that I think I oh, think yeah, Elon I think Musk started, mm-hmm. if I'm correct. And you don't need a new phone to do that. Like I think most phones that have 5G can do can use with it. Like it's not really like a hardware thing that you need. Mm-hmm. It's just like a matter of subscribing to service like that. And I think there's more companies out there starting to do that, which is really good because satellites can reach areas that are hard to reach even especially those like rural areas in like you know mid- the midwest and stuff that don't have as good satellite or you know yeah cellular service they can g- get better service with those type of companies so i think that like is coming and i think we'll see it be- get more popular maybe as time goes on because mm-hmm. that would be really great yeah like, could you you can if you can imagine like because satellites are out in space and they you know they revolve out in space like you could use that same service probably and go to another country and have just as good service, pretty much, because they're, yeah. it's not based on like the towers in the country and stuff. So, yeah, that's true. That's a um, um, it, there's a lot of potential for sure. So I thought that was pretty cool too. But of course, last but definitely not least, the elephant in the room is the dynamic island, which I thought was so cool. Yeah, I thought it was so sickening because when I went to the Apple Store, I like tried it out and i didn't really realize how to use it but then like whenever i played like like i went on to the the apple the like to apple music on the phones um like i saw it and actually i was like oh my god that's so epic like i know that's just so like it's like the little things but i just think uh-huh. like because it takes up space like the fact that they got a functionality out of it i feel like is really interesting yeah i feel like when i first saw in the keynote i was like okay this is cute but I feel like some people would think it's a gimmick. But now that I've really been reading about it, and, like, mm-hmm. Apple goes into a lot of detail on the website, like, they have a little button you can click where it's like, oh, you want to learn more? 
And of course, the nerd in me was very curious. So I went and read. It's actually a big deal. Like, it's a really big deal. It's a very high level of technology. And I yeah. think that's why they kind of say at the end, this is the biggest change to the front of the iPhone screen since the yeah. iPhone. Like, it's huge. Because if we fast, you know, go backwards, like, um, rewind to, like, this past year when, you know, rumors and stuff were flying around as they always do. Did you um hear about the rumors at the time of that Apple was removing the notch? Did you know that was coming or did was it like a full surprise to you? I think I had heard oh I mean, I don't know if I've ever really heard it, but I've you mm-hmm. know, I always see concept photos that people have. Yeah. And they didn't have that or it was just like a tiny dot where it looked like a, kind of like an Android. Yeah. But I, I had no idea that they were gonna pull this off to be honest. Yeah. It seems like nobody did because I don't really I used to follow rumors a lot. These days I don't I follow them as closely because A, I don't have time and B, I like to be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Which I was very surprised, that's for sure. I did know, though, because there were a lot of people saying, oh, Apple's talking about they want to get rid of the notch and do this little hole punch thing. And if you look at it, like people have taken pictures of it, like in direct sunlight where you can see the individual parts. Yeah, it looks very similar to like the Android punches. Like basically there's a cutout for the uh, speaker and then there's another cutout for the front camera. And then on the website, it says they put everything else like the sensors like the proximity sensors that tell how close your phone is to your face like when you're holding it up to your face that's how your phone knows to dim the screen stuff like that Mm -hmm. those sensors they put behind the display so that's how they they freed up the space and they just left the camera there and they squished it a little bit and the and they pushed the what do you call it the speaker up right basically yeah. So, like, everybody knew that was coming for the most part. But nobody called the, the software integration. Yeah, yeah I don't think anyone. Nobody saw that coming. So, when I, I remember watching it and I'm seeing them click, I'm just like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing? And so, I've been reading about it. And it's really quite genius because it's really, like, a marriage of, like, software and hardware, like, coming together. Because yeah, obviously yeah. they have the little cutout there. But it's also interactive, right? You can touch it and it responds to touch. So there's also some sensors there as well. And then, of course, the software is what pulls in the animations and the way it pops up and things like that. That's all software integration thanks to iOS 16. Mm-hmm. But, of course, it's it's the way that they do it so fluidly that's, you know, a very signature Apple thing that I was just like, wow. Like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, really I was really excited thing. seeing it, too, because I felt like, um, like, okay, this is, like, just something I always thought was cool because, like, I had, okay, so whenever I would see Androids, like, I know, like, there are some that have, like, the little puzzle, like, passcode thing, and, like, some of them <laughs> have, like, um, like, your fingerprint ID, but it's, like, on the screen. Right. I always thought that that was really cool, like, the fact that it's, like, just your screen, you know, yeah. like, I don't know what... The technology is behind that, but to think that Apple did something, it's not to that extent, but, like, having the display be interactive, I thought was, like, something that they wouldn't have gone for, to be honest. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It kind of reminds me of the touch bar almost, but it's not a touch screen up there, right? Yeah, It's more softer and centered, but it kind of gives me the same energy. But, um... On the web- For those people who don't are not familiar with it, let me just summarize it really quickly. Basically, on the website, it says that it's a, okay, they call it Dynamic Island, and um, it consolidates your notifications, alerts, and activities into one interactive place. It's integrated through iOS 16 and can work with all kinds of apps to surface what you need when you need it. Mm-hmm. It expands fluidly to get your attention and then tucks away again. You can see your next turn in maps, touch and hold to control your music, and even keep an eye on your lips. Okay, now they're giving specific examples. But basically, like, if I had to explain it, they're using software to, well, first off, because the screen is OLED, right? They're using software to black out that entire area around the camera and the the face ID sensors, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why that whole area is, like, black, and it's very hard to see, like, where the actual cutouts are, which I think is very genius, it's yeah. just like they melted it all together. And then that era expands and, and mm-hmm. contracts when you have notifications and things come in. So, like, if you haven't seen it before, if you're playing music, it will um, shrink there. Like, the player and the album art will shrink there. And then you can tap back at the top to, like, expand it and control it without having to go into the app. And it does the same for the phone or any other app that, like, 
you you would maybe run in the background and do things. And also with certain apps and notifications, they will pop up from there and show you the information you need and then sort of go back to the background. And then you can just quickly tap to get back to it. So it's genius because like you don't have to necessarily go physically go into the app, you know, to do what you may need to do. And yeah. it kind of goes and comes when you need it. So it stays out of your way. It's really brilliant. Yeah. But it's kind of hard to explain. But I feel like it's like when like the whole um like the pulling down display thing, you know, whenever you want to like change your music or whatever, I feel like it just makes it more convenient. You know when you slide down like at the top right? Yeah. Like that. I think it's like really cool that they made it like I, I don't know. I feel like efficiency is just their number one thing. And like just making yeah. things like also work really fluid and like make everything go faster but also like you know it's like yeah working it's and helpful. Really cool. um and then let's see on the website it says that it's a combination of a smaller camera system a new mm-hmm. proximity sensor which is what senses the light and distance on the screen and then algorithms in the software that allow it to respond when you tap swipe when you do things and then of course the animations that obviously is in the software so that is like the big new feature that everybody's talking about yeah and i think I'm, I'm excited to see how like people are going to respond to it because mm-hmm. it seems like everybody thinks it's cool but like when people actually start using the phone which i guess some people have now it's i'm very curious to see like is it really going to be a hit or will it be more like 3d touch or the touch bar where people are like oh it's cool and then like you know it doesn't really take off you know people are like oh it's nice but it's just a little thing you know what i mean like it'll be curious it'll be, it's, it'll be interesting to see how over the years how people respond to it and if apple decides to keep it around or not but i have a feeling it's going to stick around but um yeah i feel like it is something that might take some getting used to because you know how everyone was like oh my gosh he took out like the the ox and whatnot you know yeah i i think it might be something like that i just feel like if you're a person who always listens to music or is always listening to something it's mm-hmm. useful i yeah. think it's like a nice display that shows something like um it's kind of like how i feel what it is towards the um the whole lock screen thing where you can have widgets and like have like mm-hmm. little things like just like making everything like easier and just like you know more accessible yeah i know for me like i would love it like because i yeah, listen to music too. a lot it's even while I'm doing other things on my phone, like it's nice to just be able to tap rather than having to scroll and find Spotify and open Spotify physically, right? Like that yeah. little thing is handy. And I think for most people, everyday people, they'll be able to use it because it seems like it integrates with a lot of apps that we all use. Like people were talking about, they were talking about maps, they were talking about Uber or Lyft. Like mm-hmm. it seems like app designers are building into it as well. So it'd be interesting to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's pretty much everything for the iPhone. Um, I don't know if we want to talk about I was 16 or not. Is there anything? How have you been liking it so far? Is there anything that um, stuck out to you or anything you don't like? I think I love the whole lock screen thing. I think it's great because, you know, sometimes like I want to see like my I know it's like just like like little things and some people really wouldn't care for it. Yeah. Um, I can't really like I think it just looks nicer. Yeah. I don't really know if there was anything that changed major, like with it's just the lock screen. Or... I think, yeah, it's the major change, which yeah. I'm loving too. I'm just really excited to look forward to the um the the MacBook one because you know how like you could do stacking with your like. Phone. Yes, that's what I'm looking forward. You to. know, Ventura, I think is what they're calling it, mm-hmm. and I forget what they call the feature. But when they announced that over the summer, I was screaming. Because I've been wanting something like that for so long. You yeah. know when, like, I do this a lot because I'm a computer science student and I'm always doing a lot of homework. You know how when you're doing, like, sometimes you're, like, you start one assignment and then you open something else and then you go to class and maybe you have to open something else. And then, you yeah. and then all of a sudden you have all these windows. And there have been so many times that I wish that, like, I could just, like, put the windows I'm using for my comp sci class here, put the windows I'm using for physics here, you know, for yeah. my English class, have them here and just have them like stick together so that I'm not constantly like, you know, swiping on the trackpad to try and get yeah. back to the one. I've wanted something like that for so long. Yeah. And so sure. when they announced that, I was like, we see each other. Apple and I, we, yeah. we know, we know. So I'm really excited to see that. Actually, they said um they were bringing it to the iPad too. Have oh, you really? used it on the iPad? 
No, I have not. I had, I don't have any updates on my iPad, so I'm still on fifteen point seven. Oh, you're not on iOS six on I, the iPad sixteen. It's not. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't have any updates for it. Oh, really? Right. Maybe they delayed it because I know the iPad OS they treat it separate now. Yeah. So maybe they delayed it, but yeah, they're bringing it there too. But people were saying on the iPad it's not as useful because the iPad it obviously is a little bit limited compared to a computer. But I'm really excited to see how it's gonna work because I feel like it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the Mac software will come next month. I believe they usually do in October. Yeah. But... Alrighty, so that's I was 16. I'm trying to think. If there's anything else? We we do have the ability to unsend messages now and delete and uh unsend and uh edit oh yeah was a welcome addition i don't know why they didn't do that earlier honestly yeah <laughs> so that would be cool i haven't used it yet but that was a welcome addition as well but i think those are pretty much the big things and everything else is just minor tweaks yeah i don't know about you if your battery life has been okay since upgrading because i know mine has gotten a little worse not too much but I'm sure they'll fix it as time goes. I think mine is fine. Then again, I can never tell because my phone is so like old and like I already know yeah. that my literally my uh it's like degraded to like eighty five. So right, like I can never really tell. But it hasn't like died any faster. If anything, like I sometimes will get it down to like ten, like five percent, and it's like lasted me the entire day. Yeah, and usually by the time they release the next update or something, they fix it. So yeah. It should be good, but um, yeah, I guess that's all the phone stuff. So, I want to talk about the AirPods because personally, that was the most, that was the product I was most excited to hear about going in, yeah. the AirPods Pro. So, it's the second generations, and I feel like also Apple was listening to me because I've been complaining. I used to have AirPods Pros. I said this before, and mm-hmm. I've been complaining about one thing about the AirPods Pros ever since I got them. And it's just the fact that you cannot track them very well. The yeah. whole find my tracking for AirPods is very, it's useless. <laughs> yeah. Because it doesn't have any of the location chips, the U chip, you know, and it doesn't have, well, but until now, and it doesn't have, um, you can only track the individual AirPods, right? Mm-hmm. So if you lose them, unless they're like under your bed or like somewhere in your house where they're close by. If you lose them anywhere else, you're kind of doomed. <laughs> it's really hard to find them. So, and, and if you lose them while they're in the case and you lose the case too, then it's like impossible. That's why I never found mine. So, yeah. The big new thing with the new AirPods Pro is that the charging case is the same, but now it has speakers and yeah. it has a U1 chip built in. So that means that you can now find that, you know, you can call the case directly on in the Find app, which is a welcome addition. So you can actually track the case and you can use the, you know, the find my, you know, the little, um, what's it called? Like the little thing when you go in find my and you can like t- click f- the button and it will like point you to exactly where they are. I don't know what yeah. it's called, but it yeah. uses the U1 chip. Now that the AirPods have that, you can use that too, which is going to be a big help. And I think people will like that a lot. So I'm really excited mm-hmm. about that personally. Yeah, but. same. I think it's like, it just makes sense. Yeah. And it's just, like, such a, like, necessity because, like, you know, you wouldn't want to have to put your air tag. Like, you don't want to get, like, an air tag on there, you know. I've, right. I feel like it just makes sense because of, like, of how small it is and, like, how it's really with everyone, someone, like, almost every day. So, I- I'd only assume that they'd put one eventually. I didn't mm-hmm. think they would. I literally don't know why it didn't, like, cross my mind that that could be a simple solution to it. But, like, uh-huh. I'm glad they did it. Yeah, I really am, for sure. So, um, I don't know if you heard anything else about the AirPods, but um, I know that they apparently they give like there's like another tip size, and it's like the extra yes. small ones. And my cousin was like, "I'm definitely gonna get those because they have the smaller ones." So yes, are her ears she was small? Happy about that. I th- I don't really know because like when we set up my mom's AirPod Pros, the first mm-hmm. gen, she like did not like the medium, like the standard ones that they come uh-huh. with. Like they just like didn't feel right. So he moved one down and it was good. Yeah, everybody's different. So I know when I had mine, right, when you pick mm-hmm. them out the box, they have the mediums on. Yeah. And at first I was trying to stick with the medium, but my ears at first were having trouble adjusting. So I went back to the small for a while and I really mm-hmm. like the small. Like they fit decently. But the problem that I had with the small is I think it was a little, it was too small for my ears. Like my ears had 
space between like the actual AirPod and my ear. And so what would happen is that they would fall out more. And when I would turn on like, like they didn't sound as good because there was air passing between, does that make sense? Like between the AirPod. So when, especially when I turn on like the noise cancellation or the transparency mode, it wasn't as powerful. So eventually I went back to the medium ones and after a while my ears got used to it. Mm-hmm. And for me, they fit a lot. They stay in more and the, the the like sound difference is like substantially better so it's definitely good to like everybody has to like try out the different sizes because depending on your ear size one size may actually have better quality audio for you than the other oh yeah for sure so i'm very happy they include a new size because i think a lot of people were complaining that the pros don't fit as well as the normal airpods because of the, the different size tips didn't work for everybody. So I think it's good they brought a smaller one. That will yeah. help a lot of people. Honestly, though, when I first got mine, I was nervous about the silicone tips too because on any other earbuds I've used, I hate the, the rubber tips. I just can't. Yeah, yeah. They really irritate my ears. But um, the AirPods-like ones are not bad. Like, you get used to them. Like, they're mm-hmm. not terrible. And I almost went, and after I lost mine, I was going to go and just buy the normal third-generation AirPods. You know, the ones that look just like the AirPods Pro, but they don't have the tips. Yeah. But I was like, I'm so used to the tips now. I think if I went to those, I think they'd be uncomfortable. Like, I don't think I would like it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to stick with the rubber ones. But it's definitely good, I think, that they add another size. Because I know a lot of people, remember, especially when they first came out, the pros, a lot of people were saying that. They didn't feel as comfortable as the normal AirPods to them. So it's good that we have the options now for people. Yeah. So that's really good. Um, so your cousin's going to get some? I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My I think she already got them ordered by my aunt. Okay. Because she uh, is in, like, the military. So she has, like, uh, she gets it at the, the PX there because they don't have tax. Uh-huh. So, okay, yeah. that's exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping to get some maybe by Christmas or January. I have to save my money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Eden is hoping to get his first ones too for Christmas. Nice. So hopefully we'll have AirPods Christmas. <laughs> so that's those. Um, the other things were small changes. It has a new H chip, which is like what drives the you know the audio technologies and stuff. They have yeah. new drivers and stuff, so the quality is better. I was watching a review of it today and. The guy was saying that um, the sound quality has actually improved a lot from the first generation. So I'm very curious to try them out and see if that's true. Um, They said also the noise cancellation, the transparency mode is a lot better too, which I don't know if you've ever tried AirPods Pros, like those features. Mm -hmm. The noise cancellation is like ridiculously good. Yeah, yeah. I I tried my mom's out and I was like, oh my God, these sound really good. Like It's so good. I remember when they announced it, I was like, this is a gimmick. It's not going to work. I really was very skeptical when they first said it, but I was shocked. Like, I used to, like, wear my AirPods sometimes to, like, the dining hall at school. Like, when it's fully busy and everybody's there. And I literally get my food and then turn the noise cancellation. And it's like, I couldn't hear anybody. It was crazy. Yeah. It would, like, filter out everything. And the transparency mode is pretty solid, too. Um as well and they've added a new f- um, feature to transparency mode now where it can um if there's a really loud noise around you when you're in transparency mode it can yeah. bring the noise down so in the keynote they had an example of like really loud construction noise or maybe a siren coming through mm-hmm. and what it does is it, it brings that down to a, a level that is you know safe for your ears so it mm-hmm. can filter it through so the, the reviewer i was watching was saying that he wants to try it in like a concert you know when you go to concerts and sometimes like if you're closer to the front they have their really loud speakers right that you, they use to project the music all over the stadium or whatever and if you're right by them it's really loud so he was saying he would like to try them there so that it would filter through the music and bring it down a little bit so you can still hear everybody singing yeah but the music cool. wouldn't be i was like that's an interesting concept because i feel like sometimes like you, you they just like really like people listen to music loud so they don't get to really hear their surroundings. So I think that's a really cool idea or, like, good for them to bring. Yeah. Um, and then the last things were they've updated the touch controls a little bit. So now you can adjust the volume on there by sliding up and down, which is nice because before you had to ask Siri or you had to reach your hand and do it yourself. 
Uh-huh. So that's a nice touch. And they more hours of battery life. So now six hours on a charge. So oh, that wow. would be handy. Uh, AirPods and battery life for me have always been iffy. Like when I first got them, they were okay. But they kind of quickly wear down in my experience. Which I find most people can deal with because in the case. So they're yeah. kind of always charging. Um, but some people, I guess, forget to put them back in the case. But I would kind of always keep the case with me. So yeah, always. Kind of depends on how you use it. But um, yeah, those are the AirPods Pro. Um, yeah. So you have the first gen AirPods, right? Are you thinking yeah. about getting new ones anytime soon? No, I love my. I like. Them? I I don't really like the tips. Yeah. I like. I got used to, it and I really like them. I like how they like are a little longer so they i feel like they're really in my ear compared to like them being shorter where like i don't know i i, I really enjoy the ones that i have and i don't really feel the need to get different ones because i'm really happy with the ones I yeah have. how long have you had those how many years so maybe two years okay and they're still kicking oh yeah Pro. i take good care of my stuff so i don't because i'm like i can't afford getting new ones right like, yeah that's the thing you can't always be buying you gotta <laughs> gotta take good care of them okay so those are the AirPods. And then the last thing they talked about was the watch line. And this mm-hmm. was really interesting, too, because I had heard whispers about what they were going to do with the watch line, but I didn't really believe the whispers. So the where do we start? OK, obviously, they came every year. They make a new like main line watch, right? The yeah. Series 8 is the new one. The Series 8 is not that different from the last one because the yeah. watches are kind of like the phones where they kind of have done everything. So just cute little things. Um, the things I highlighted that I thought was cool was obviously there's a new chip every year. That's standard. New S8 chip. One thing they talked a lot about, which I don't know if you heard about this, is that there's a temperature sensor now. And this temperature sensor allows them to be able to improve period tracking. So if you know, a few years ago, they introduced like cycle tracking on the app. So um, women could... Um, basically track when you're having a period right and now this temperature sensor apparently allows them to be able the watch can now predict when you are going to ovulate and like it can also predict or i guess like retrospectively guess when you last ovulated so it can like build and understand like your period cycles now Mm -hmm. i'm not a woman obviously so I don't fully understand the ins and outs of it, but I don't know if you heard about that. And no, I, what I, you had, thought about I had that. no idea. But I think that's cool because, like, I wouldn't want to use like a third party like app to use it because, like, I I don't know if you heard about the controversy when like the whole thing with like the abortion stuff was going on. Yeah. That um one of the big apps that has like that's a period tracker flow. I used it, and they were like, "Oh, they're selling like information to tell people like." who has periods and whatnot so like they can like give it to abortion clinic or like whatever it, i was just like really scared and i was like i'm not gonna work with that because really yeah i don't know if that was true but because then i had deactivated my account and they sent like an email saying like we apologize like I'm, we feel so like we're really bad like we feel really bad that you were like we have to let you go and stuff like that but like you're and then like later on they had sent like a whole thing to everyone saying like um that our privacy is our like our information is to ourselves and that they would never do that considering it's you know it's a period tracking app but i think it's good if apple had its own because i because i would use it if i could use whatever apple has that's an app or whatever i would use it because well except for like you know apple music but like otherwise i (laughs) we don't talk about apple music (laughs) I i would use it it's just like it just like it's something that's in it and sort of like basic and like i think having a period tracker is great because sometimes you don't want to know like as a girl, it's like you don't want it to be random. Like you want to know when it's coming up and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so you can prepare and whatnot. So I think that's great that they're doing that. Yeah, I'm very interested to see how people react to it and if it will actually work. I know Apple was talking a lot in the keynote. It will be very useful for people who are trying to get pregnant because apparently tracking ovulation is really important for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. So people who so. I hope that would be helpful. That's only on the Series 8 and on the new Ultra Watch, which we're getting to. Um, and then the Series also had car crash detection, which we talked about on the phones as well. And there's fast charging now on the watches, which is cool. But that was pretty much it with the 
And the SE, they also mm-hmm. updated that. So the SE came out when the Series 6 came out. So that was like two, three years ago? Mm-hmm. About? And it came out as like a updated version of like, or a cheaper version of the Series 6. Yeah. And uh, just updated again. And I was lucky enough to be able to get one finally because I've been wanting a watch for a while. So mm-hmm. I actually sold my iPad to fund the purchase for that. Um, it has the car crash detection and it has the same chip as the Series 8. That's pretty much at all. Everything else they reserve for the more expensive ones. But it is $30 less now, which I was shocked when they announced it. And they announced the price and it's $30 cheaper than last one. I was like, not Apple reducing prices when we were going through inflation. Like, what's going mm-hmm. on? Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm loving it, personally. I have a, I got a black one. Mm-hmm. I think they call it Midnight now, just like the phones. And it comes with, like, a, they call it a Midnight Sport Band. But it's, like, between blue and black. Mm-hmm. It's, like, not exactly blue, but it's not exactly black. It's really pretty. Um, I don't actually know if I've shown it to you in Indonesia, so I'll have to show it to you sometime. Mm-hmm. But, um, I just got the base model of that one. Um, but I'm really liking it, honestly. It's it's a nice little device. It's definitely not a necessity. Like, unlike your phone or your computer, it's not something that, like, you need to have to live, right? Like, I can definitely live without it. And that's yeah. what I realized. Like, if, if I wake up in the morning and I'm running out the door and I forget to put it on, I'm not bothered like i just live my life but like if you forgot your phone or your computer and that would be rough right that would be a hard day yeah so there is that but i'm i've been really enjoying it and i've been trying to be stay active mm-hmm. as a college student it's really hard <laughs> to stay active but i've really been trying to exercise and stuff and i found that it's really a great device for that it really motivates you to stay mm-hmm. active you know with the whole activity rings thing telling you what you know to stand and make sure to burn calories and blah 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 and also the workout tracking yeah uh, is really really good so like you can there's so many different types of activities you can do whether it's swimming canoeing playing a sport running all kinds of stuff you can go in there and say hey i'm doing this workout and it will track your heart rate the calories you're burning how long you do it and it's pretty accurate too um I, I like to um I usually just run on the treadmill at my gym at school. Yeah, that's so, good. That's that's the exercise is exercise. That's all I can do. <laughs> so I, I always try to run for fifteen minutes nonstop and it's about a mile and a half. So I I always compare it to like, you know, the the screen on the treadmill to see if it gets the timing and the distance accurate and it's almost always matched. Like it's actually very accurate. And also, um we have a little gym here at my apartment and the treadmills at our apartment gym have, they have the gym kit enabled, um, like the, uh, the gym kit sensors. So those are the ones where like, I don't know if you've heard of those, but like you can connect your watch to it. So basically like when you get on the treadmill, you yeah, hold your watch those. up to it and mm-hmm. it will like sync the data with your watch. So I've been using that too. And it's very nice. It's very handy because you literally just, stand there hold your watch to it and then hit go and it's just like you know recording everything for you and then is it in like the the activity the fitness app i think is mm-hmm. what they call it now yeah so yeah, you yeah, can like, go and see like what i did each day and stuff and the steps and stuff so it's really been great for that it's been kind of helping me get back on because the first few weeks of the semester i was slacking <laughs> i'm yeah. not gonna lie i was slacking it's hard to stay active especially when you're so busy but I have to, especially because I don't eat well. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. When I'm at school, I don't eat well. I eat a lot of carbs. <laughs> so you got to do it. But yeah, overall, I've been really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. Get to myself. So I very much recommend the Apple Watch SE. It's a great first watch. It's a great entry-level watch. And I know like the last generation, after uh, like a year or so, there were a lot of places that were discounting it. So like if you want one, you know, um, you guys, if you are in the market for one, you should definitely like keep it on Amazon and Best Buy and places like that because they will go on sale all the time. Yeah. I know before this new one came out, they were selling the old one for like $200. I almost got it. I almost got it. But I was like, let me hold on a minute. <laughs> let me control myself because a new one might come. And I was right. But um, so definitely like it's a great watch to get, you know, discounted and stuff too. Um, you can get a reasonable rate and, you know, improve your life. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah. And then, of course, the big news was 
the Apple Watch Ultra, which is brand new. Um, did you hear about this? No, I didn't. I don't, I don't really pay attention to Apple Watches. And that's fair. And that's fair. Yes. But this is pretty cool. Um, I think for most people, they will have no use for it. It's very much targeted for active people, people who are adventurous, people who are climbing mountains, you know, swimming, athletes. It's targeted towards those people. So um, let me send you the so you can see it on the website. But basically... They basically redesigned the watch to make it more rugged and durable for people who are, you know, super active. It has a bigger screen. So, you know how most watches are like 41 millimeters to 45? This one is 49 millimeters. Oh, yeah, it's huge. In the videos, it's huge. That's the only size it comes in, but it's giant. And Apple said that, I mean, they always say this, but they claim adventurous people like they worked with mountain climbers and scuba divers to design it so they mm-hmm. kind of listened to what feedback they had about here i'm texting it to you about the original apple watch and kind mm-hmm. of used that to design it. so they made a bigger screen it one color which is this weird like silver gold i mean it looks okay but it's like it's a weird it's choice but it's titanium so the other watches more stainless steel but this is made of titanium because it's more durable Mm-hmm. And it's really chunk. If you look at it, I don't know if you see the picture. Yeah, it looks really. In- I think it looks cool. Like it looks yeah. like it could be fashionable. Do you know what I mean? Like it can, the other watches, yeah. I like them, but th- this the outlining. I don't know how the other ones look like now, but this looks really cute. The only thing I don't like is that the band is orange. Like the band around the digital crown. I hate that. Why is it orange? Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I, I feel like it should be red, like the normal one, or just the same color as the thing. Yeah. But other than that, I think it's pretty cool because it looks, it looks, it's kind of like the pro phones, right? It looks industrious. It looks, you know, premium, you know? It looks mm-hmm. like this is a tool, you know? Yeah. But, um, so, and then they also gave it its own loops, like its own watch bands that are like completely redesigned i think they kind of look a little weird too but <laughs> uh, they kind of have special hooks and things like i understand what they were trying to do with it and mm-hmm. obviously you can use any watch band with it because all watches are compatible with each other but i think it's pretty cool um yeah i think that's really interesting because a lot of people i mean like they won't always like want to fish out their phone from their backpack and i see sometimes i i feel like there's just two types of people but like I see people who are always using their watch, mm-hmm. you know, because they don't want to get their phone out or whatever. So I think this is a really great, like, higher end, like, especially for people who, like, do, like, the climbings and stuff or are yeah. really active. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And they added, of course, more sensors and stuff so that it's more accurate for people who are, like, climbing or if you're diving. It's completely, like, water swim proof, I think is what they're calling it, which the mm. S, the Series 8 is as well. And I think the SE is as well. But the Ultra is, like, specially designed for divers. So you can take it and, like, dive. And they even talked about how they worked with this company that is very – they make diving technology. They're one of the big companies for that. I don't know much about it. But basically, mm-hmm. they're saying they worked with them to create an app for the watch that when you jump in the water, it'll automatically start working. And it's basically like a dive computer. A lot of really interesting work they put into it. Mm-hmm. But um, it has – um, super bright display that one size of 49 millimeters it um it's also all of them are cellular versions there's no wireless one which i think makes sense considering yeah they're it's, it's for adventurers who are going to be in the middle of nowhere that <laughs> they're not going to have wi-fi um so it's cellular it has a 36 hour battery which is insane the normal watches are 18 hours so that's three times no twice as much right yeah and, and they now have low power mode. They're bringing low power mode to all the watches now. Oh, that's cool. But the ultra low power mode can give you 60 hours of battery life, which is insane. Wow. Um, and then I said the diving app. And they also have more microphones and speakers, obviously, to just improve the experience. And then they also added another button, which I thought was interesting, called the action button. Mm-hmm. So it's this huge, where is it? I don't see it in the picture. But it's like this huge, like, orange button they added on the side that mm-hmm. is customizable. You can set it to open anything you want. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you see it in the picture. It's by the speaker. This is for the SE? No, this is for the Ultra. Oh, the Ultra. Okay, hold on. 
Um, I think it's pretty. It's pretty handy too. I would like that. Oh, I see. One. I see. Wow. So you can click it, and it will go to any, whatever you set it to go to. So that of that is just like a convenience thing, I guess, for the adventurous people. But mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. I thought it was pretty cool. The only thing is, it's very expensive. Have you seen how much it costs? Yeah, almost eight hundred or like eight hundred is crazy. Yeah. Now there's only one configuration, so <laughs> the good thing is it don't. It's probably not going to go that much higher than that unless you add the stupid um. Hermes bands or Hermes, what are they called? Those fancy bands. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't add those, it's probably not gonna go much higher. But I know people were predicting that it was gonna be like 1K. And I would not have been surprised if they had made it 1K. I would have been like, okay. <laughs> like this is expected. But mm-hmm. um, it was pretty interesting. It kind of came out of nowhere. Although people were rumoring it, like I heard people saying Apple's making a rugged watch, but I didn't believe them. Nobody believed them. They were like, that's weird. What is that? <laughs> mm-hmm. but um yeah that is the ultra i don't know i would never get one most yeah likely. same i don't have any use for that <laughs> but it's kind of cool that something like that is out there i think i'm sure there's there's like android watches that are similar so it's kind of cool that apple has their own version of whatever you would call that i guess a super rugged watch mm-hmm. but um all righty so that was everything at the event all in all, I enjoyed the event. I thought it was a very exciting Yeah, one. I thought it was, like, so... It was really interesting and very, like, captivating to watch. Yeah. Because I know the past few years, especially being COVID, we've had a lot of boring events. Yeah. Once that was kind of, like, there's not much going on. So, this was a nice one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think we all know what we're buying, right? We talked about it. I got the watch. I'm getting yeah. the AirPods. You're getting the phone. Mm-hmm. So, that's exciting. Another year of products. So, and I'm guessing next month we'll probably get new iPads and Macs. Because usually October is iPad and Mac month. So yeah, we're yeah. probably going to get at least one new iPad, I would think. Maybe a Pro. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure at least they'll probably give another Mac the M chips. Because as we know, they're in the process right now, right, of transitioning all the Macs over. Yeah. I think there's a few Macs still left that they need to give the M chips. But that will be exciting, too, because... The M chips are really cool. Like the amount of power that they have, it's like mm-hmm. so much more than the, the original Intel ones. It's kind of crazy, honestly. So that whole mm-hmm. silicon movement is a really exciting one, I think. Yeah. But um, okay, that brings us to the end of the event. Um, let's see. Oh, and we're coming up on the hour, so that timed well. Um, the last question is. What is, do you have a favorite Apple product? And we, you can pick one or maybe two. We can have the honorable mention. Like, what's your favorite and what's your least favorite? If you had to pick one, like a line. My, or a software, too, if you would like to do an app or something. My favorite that just has the biggest place in my heart, I would say, is the iPhone 8 Plus. Per. I, something about that phone was just so, because it had, like, I don't know if it was, but, like, from the 7 to 8, like, the 7 still had, like, the, titanium looking thing and like the eight was like glass yeah and i was like that is so beautiful and i loved my phone so much and i remember like with the eight there was like the matte black the jet black and all those and people going crazy over those and i love that phone and i also really love um i mean like i feel like airpods are a given but i really love my ipad like I ah. find myself going to it a lot. Not mm-hmm. even really for like watching shows. For some reason I like using my MacBook, but like actually no, hold on. Let me not say my iPad. I love my MacBook. That yes. girl has been with me since my senior year of uh, of high school and has been with me till my senior year of college and she's just such a great laptop and has always like worked and can do whatever i need it to do yeah like it just like goes through everything like i just love my lap my laptop like that yeah. was my first baby that was like wow i like this is something expensive that i own macs always get a bad rep <laughs> but i just macs are such incredible computers i think like and they really last yeah and that's what i love they get you through it like i was talking to my parents yesterday about our our imac at home mm-hmm. and my parents were like noble the, the computer's so slow now like why is it so slow and i was like you guys you know that computer is almost 10 years old like oh, whoa. next year will be 10 years since that computer came out and we got it like i think the following year after it came out like mm-hmm. it's an old computer and yeah you know 
technology ages and yeah. that's a really old that was one of the Macs that still had like the hard disk drives rather yeah. than like the flash storage. So it's 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 long in the tooth. But like the sheer like quality that Apple products have, I just feel like it's unmatched. Like you can use those things until they are falling off the bone. Yeah, for real. And for me, that's why I will always buy Macs. Even if I don't I don't ever see myself buying a PC like as my main computer. It'd probably mm-hmm. be as a secondary computer or as like a professional computer or something but i always even if for some reason i stop using iphones i will always buy Macs. i just they have always had a special place in my heart i think they're sickening they're very sick and the the attention to design that apple pays attention on computers i feel like a lot of other companies when they're making computers they just kind of do whatever Mm -hmm. smartphones that people everybody tends to take a lot of care because you know smartphones are Everything revolves around the smartphones. I feel like most smartphones are very well designed, but computers sometimes just, oh, let's throw plastic together, you know, and call mm-hmm. it a computer. But Macs are, they're special devices for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think my favorites are the same as yours. Honestly, it's my iPhone and my Mac. Like, those are two ones. I've used Macs since I was a kid, so, like, that's what mm-hmm. I know. And, and iPhones are really special. Like iPhones, I know everybody says it, but smartphones in general, but especially iPhones have really changed the way we interact and the way we, we work and live as a society. Like it's a very powerful device when you really think about it socially, like the the connotation that it, the smartphones have, right? And yeah. The, the role that they play in our life. It's kind of amazing that like 20 years ago, nobody could have thought of something like this, you know? That yeah. small computing device like this would be running people's lives, you know? For many people, that's, like, their phone is their only internet access and stuff like that, you know? That's their only, like, gateway to the online world. So it's mm-hmm. really cool to think about, especially for me as a computer science major, as a nerd, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's very exciting to think about, like, how far smartphones have come and how Apple has helped to lead that revolution, you know? Apple was the first person to make the modern smartphone, if you will, right? Yeah, yeah. And everybody followed sure. suit, so... I would definitely agree with those as the favorites. Um, if you had to pick two, what are your two least favorite Apple products? And it can include software too. Like it doesn't just have to be product products, but. Least favorite? I don't want to say it's because I don't like it, but I never cared for like Apple watches. Like if I got it, that's great. But the one that I had, the third gen, whatever it was, I did not really like it. Oh, really? I mean, granted, it was a little older when I got uh-huh. it, when everything was already at least like a five or a six. But like, yeah. I don't really find the purpose, the purpose in them. Like, I feel like those probably age the worst from products. Yeah, Plus, definitely. Like your phone can like be from six years ago. That's an iPhone. It's still running well. Like, but like the watches, like I feel like they just age. Like they didn't really age that well, or like they age really well to the point where like the older ones like don't really stand a chance. Yeah, the three, the three is outdated now, and I think the thing with the series three is that they kept it around for so long. Like up until this event, Apple was still selling the three, and I don't mm-hmm. really know why. Yeah, it was a little long in the tooth. It really was, but I think now the, all the watches they're selling are 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 brand new, basically. Mm-hmm. So I think these ones will last longer. Kind of how like newer iPhones these days last longer than iPhones from back in the day. Yeah, I definitely agree that like, you know, they don't they don't have the longevity as much because they're tiny little devices. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Do you have any other unfavorites, least favorites? Uh, Um, I would just probably say like the older iPads with like the home buttons because I hated the pens that came with it. Like <laughs> having to charge like I just thought it was like like now that I think about it I'm like wow that was really annoying. It really was. Like I love like how my like the iPad air that I have now like you can charge it like through the connection and I just think it's just so great and like you don't have to like lo- worry about losing that little top that you have to remove. Oh my goodness. I'm so envious. Because when I had an iPad it was the older type, right? Mm-hmm. It's just so awkward. Sometimes I was afraid that I'd push the pencil too hard and then I would yeah, like, break literally. the charging port. And then you have to keep the top. It was just, uh, I understand that's like, that's all they could do at the time, but it was like, ooh, yikes. Yikes. Definitely like a design fail for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think my least favorite products are Apple Music. Definitely. Oh, I do yeah, not like Apple sure. Music. I just, I've tried to use Apple Music multiple times. I just can't. I can't get down. There's something about the layout 
Yeah. I think it's because it's so iTunes inspired and I hate iTunes as well. Because iTunes yeah. is just kind of a conglomeration of mess. Yeah. And it's like they've never fully let it go. Like they need to let the whole iTunes framework die and build mm-hmm. it up from the ground up. But I don't think they're ever going to do it because iTunes is too iconic and it's kind of the only thing Steve Jobs <laughs> that is remaining in Apple. So I feel yeah. like they're going to hold on to it as long as they can. But I just, I cannot with Apple Music. I really can't. Um, <laughs> and I hate that Siri. I understand why, but I hate that Siri always defaults to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you can change it in settings to default to Spotify or whatever, but occasionally it'll still revert back and it'll <laughs> because yeah. it doesn't work. So uh, we don't like Apple Music in this household. Um, and I think the only other Apple product I don't really like is... To be fair, I've never really sat down and used one, but I don't think I would like it because of my experience with over-ear headphones. And also, I don't like the design. I don't like the AirPods Max. I really don't. Wow, really? I don't like them. First off, I don't... I think the design is not the best Apple could have done. Because, you know, Apple's a very aesthetically driven company, right? They love form over function a lot of times, right? And I just feel yeah. like it looks kind of awkward. I feel like the Beats look better. And I don't even like Beats because I used to have Beats and I had a very traumatic experience with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they literally fell apart. Like, Beats are not good headphones. That's something, too, the what girls need to know. Beats are not good. They're very overrated. I mean, the earbuds are probably good. I don't know about the earbuds. But the mm-hmm. over headphones are not really good headphones. Like, those things disintegrated literally mm-hmm. over, like, a year. Like, literally, like, falling up, like, it was falling apart. The ear cushions were, like, flaking on a mess. I, I'm getting PTSD just thinking about it. So, yeah. I have a lot of trauma from Apple-based headphone products <laughs> in general, but I just don't like the AirPods Max. I think they look so clunky, and I think they're way too expensive. I do. Yeah. I just they, think they're they way too expensive. 300 I could understand, but 500, yeah. no. 400 even, I would let it go. But yeah. 550 is like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't know. I feel like they've been a hit. Like, I feel like they they weren't exactly a flop for yeah. Apple. So I feel like they're not going away anytime soon. I don't yeah. see them often. I see them from time to time, though. But Yeah, same. I don't know. I just was never really, I just didn't, I don't know. I just can't get behind it. I hate the way, too, they fold. You know how they fold, yeah. like, turned ear things inside, and the stupid case that they come, I hate it. I just, I hate everything about it, bro. I mm-hmm. really do. Like, why does it look like that? <laughs> but, um, I think those would be my two. I'm trying That's to think of anything else. Any honorable mentions. Oh, I was thinking about this today, too. I don't like Apple TVs. Apple I- TVs, like, the thing the, the box yeah i think they're okay especially the newer ones like my aunt has one so i'm like used to using it yeah but if you have a smart tv because i love okay like i love my, my we have only like samsung tvs and i love them like mm-hmm. like the samsung smart tvs are just like why well, have an extra block of something when you could just have everything all on your tv already yeah if you have a smart tv there's no point so it does like one main big reason of having Apple TV is to have Apple TV Plus on your TV, right? And yeah. smart TVs have access to that now. So, like, we have a Sony smart TV. We love it as well. Sony makes really good TVs as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I just never really... I mean, I, we had one at my school in middle school. Our church has one as well. And it's just every time I've had to interact with it, I'm just always, like, a little frustrated. I don't know. I've just never liked them that much. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're still... You know, they're still very expensive. Even though there's a lot of other cheaper options from Amazon and Google and all the other people, Roku and stuff. Like, there's yeah. still $100, $200 even. And yeah. it's like, when you can get $30 ones that do the same thing, it's kind of like, why is it still there doing that? Why? Mm-hmm. And they still sell a version of it that does not support 4K. It's like, come on, honey. We are in 2022. Wow. And you still sell it for over $100. Like, be for real right now. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I just wanted to throw that in because we love Apple, but we are not above criticizing them because sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah. Sometimes they mess up. You know, humble them sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but um, alrighty, I think that brings us to the end, right? We hit everything we're supposed to hit. Is there anything yep. else you wanted to touch on? Um, I think that's pretty much it. Like, I don't think I have anything else. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining again. 
Yeah, really of course. It's always just here. so fun to like talk about these things because yeah. these are things we've talked about and they're just like really interesting and I like sharing my insight. Not that my opinion's really like important, but just like, you know, <laughs> maybe you can get something from what I said. Yeah, I appreciate it. And I hope everyone enjoys listening to it. I think it's nice to have a different voice than Eden and I. We've done a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm excited for people to to hear this. And um, I'm really hoping you can come back sometime when Eden is here so we can talk about something other than Apple, Oh, maybe. yeah, of course. I would love to. And I definitely still want to talk about the iPad kids because there's yeah. a lot there. So. <laughs> oh, my God. If we had only recorded that other conversation we had, that would have uh-huh. been enough. It's just insane. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, thank you everyone for listening. This brings us to the end of another episode of Time to Talk About. Um, thank you again to Anissa for joining us and being of a course. guest host. And I want to encourage everyone again to please stay safe and stay healthy. We're still, you know, in in a pandemic sort of endemic response and monkeypox and all these things are running around. So stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, please be sure to check out the links in our description. You can follow Anissa, myself, and Eden on our social medias, as well as the time to talk about social media. And um, also be sure to check out the Anchor link down there. You um, Listeners can leave a voice message um, that we can listen to, and we can even add to the podcast. So use that to say hey. But um, thank you, everyone, so much for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye, guys. All righty. We're done. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm, of course. I just need to make dinner now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It's getting no, late you're good, for sure. You're good. So I'll probably have this one up either probably tomorrow. The first okay. one, not this one. This one will probably come in October, maybe. Okay. Yes. So I will let you know when it's up for sure. But um, thanks That's so good. much again. This was of fun. Of course. Yeah. And stay safe for the hurricane. Stay dry and like try to stay inside yeah. if you can. Bruh, I'm really. Did I'm... they cancel classes for you? They, they, they've moved them online, but my professor decided to cancel class. And I only have one class tomorrow, so I'm staying in, which is great. That's I'm just good. pissed because it's my birthday weekend and I wanted to do things. Yeah. And we're having a hurricane. I'm like, bro, what? Yeah. It's, it's really something. I went to Food Line and Target to buy stuff. And I'm just like, oh, God. Uh, really? We're doing this? But I guess we are. And then my apartment complex emailed us and they're like, hey, everyone that lives on the ground floor, you need to get towels and put them in your door so it doesn't the flood water doesn't come oh my i was like God. really i was like i did not choose to live on the ground floor and you you're not giving me any solution other than to use my own towels yeah so hopefully it's not that bad but we all shall right. see i'll see you noble all right good night bye good night all right